You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. Hi, John. General news and notes. We do it on every Tuesday episode. What nuggets do you have that'll smarten the people up as they're at the water cooler this week? Well, I got quite a few. Nico Collins, nine catches, 191 yards, and a touchdown against the uh, Broncos. It turns out there's only three receivers in Texans history who have had at least 190 yards before Nico Collins. Mm. The first two are easy. Who do you think the third one is? I'm going to say, well, the first two are obviously Andre Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. You're saying over 200 yards or over 190? Over, reached 190. 190. Uh, Will Fuller? You got it. Will Will Fuller, Fuller. and I can tell you what game it was, John. It was week five, 2019 against the Atlanta Falcons. Will Fuller blew up that game. Am I right? Well, there's now, yep. And there's now four of them. Yep. Uh, Will Anderson Jr. had a great game. By the way, Will is uh, the defending uh, Lombardi Trophy winner, Lombardi Award winner. I'm on that committee and we're crowning the uh, 50th anniversary winner on Wednesday night at the Ross Nest Hotel in the big event. So he will have to pass the baton, so to speak. And uh, Will had two sacks, two tackles for losses, four quarterback knockdowns, and one pass defense against the Broncos. Now, this stat doesn't even include his eight pressures, which tied his career high. But those first four stats I mentioned, there's only two other players who have done that this season? Micah Parsons, Parsons mm-hmm. Khalil Mack. Well, well, those are two pretty good ones. Yeah, Khalil, Khalil Mack had a six sack game this year, didn't he? Or am I dreaming that? Uh, he did. Yeah, but he's still yeah. not a league leader in uh, when it comes to uh, sacks. That's pathetic. If you get a six sack game and you're not leading the league, John, I'm going to steal a word from you. That's pathetic. You got to lead the league if you're getting six in a game. Jalen Carr. Jalen Carter has had that defensive rookie year supposedly wrapped up for a while, but you don't hear him much anymore. Where Will Anderson Jr., especially now going to New Jersey, having a chance to put on a show against the Jets in front of all the New York, New Jersey media, that would be great for him. Right now, if you go those stats, 
that uh, that I just talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the only rookie rookies to do what he just did two sacks two tackles for loss four qb knockdowns and one pass defense the only rookies who've done that dating back to 1933 and this is weird jj watt and jalen phillips who just went down for the season for the dolphins the only rookies to have that stat line since 1933 now sacks weren't even kept back then but they still they kept them. They just weren't official. Yeah. So two things there. One, <laughs> it's wild that J.J. Watt is one of them because Texan fans may be like, yeah, of course J.J. Watt's one of them. But that was as a rookie, which he was not a great player as a rookie. He's good. Nope. He had five and a half sacks, and that was all. The whole year, yeah. So obviously two of them came in one game where he piled up some other stats. If I had to guess, it was probably in the second half of the season at some point for J.J. because you could start to see in the playoffs, you know, the pick six. But he was the best player on the field against Baltimore that year, too, in the playoffs, him and Arian Foster. Um, so that's a little surprising that J.J. did it in his rookie year. The only other thing, hearing Jalen Phillips' name, it's not that he's out for the year, John. It's that he's out for the year after tearing his Achilles on the very turf the Texans will be playing this Sunday on at MetLife Stadium. I'm terrified about that. I'm ter- I, There's a big part of me that just wants to get through this game on Sunday and get off of that, that toxic, horrible, quicksand turf that they've got at uh, MetLife Stadium. Think about the Jets every time they go out on that field. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would have, that would affect my desire to play there. Like, if, you know, luring if I was a free agent, do I want to go play at MetLife Stadium? I mean, bad enough you got to play for the Jets or Giants, um, but to play on that field, too, at the same time. The Texans' defense played great Sunday. Yes, they gave up a couple of long plays, including a touchdown. But overall, they did some interesting things. They limited Russell Wilson to 44 yards passing in the first half. That's the Mm -hmm. fewest of his career. They also, uh, for the third time in Houston history, held a team without a third down conversion. Broncos were 11. That is the first time the Broncos haven't converted a third down since 1995. And also, Sean, Texans three sacks and three interceptions. First time they've done that in a game since 2019. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that that sounds about right, seeing as that was the last time they were good at football before this season was 2019, that they they're accomplishing that on on uh, on defense. Yeah, John, you know what? I hadn't realized till I was reading some of the follow-up analysis of the game from various places, including John McClain on sportsradio610.com. I hadn't realized they were 0 for 11, the Broncos, in that game on third down. And I'm thinking, like, why did I not realize that? Well, it's probably because they were three for three on fourth down. So there were, when you think of 0 for 11 on third down, I think of a team that loses 28 to three or something like that. Um, but the fact of the matter is, they hit some chunk plays. You know, the, the touchdown was not a the 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 touchdown. The both touchdowns that they scored had 40 plus yard chunk plays, including the actual touchdown itself to Cortland Sutton. So there, you don't need third down conversions when you're getting 45 or 50 yards on a completion, and then all those fourth down conversions on the final drive. Uh, you know, two in particular on the final drive. They converted one in the first half and then two on the final drive. They were three for three on fourth down. But I hadn't realized they didn't convert a single third down the whole game. That was I was like, wow, good job, Texans. Way to go. One reason they were so good on third down, Derek Stingley Jr. has been on fire since he returned from injured reserve three games ago. He now has four interceptions in the last three games. That's the first time 
uh, a player's done that in the NFL this season. It is the first time in Texans history a player's done that. And one of the matchups, well, not matchups, one of the stories about this game is going to be so interesting. Sauce Gardner picked one spot behind Derek Stingley Jr., NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year, while Stingley spent nine games on IR versus Derek Stingley Jr. And Stingley has more interceptions in these last – he had as many Sunday as Sauce Gardner has in his career. So yeah. watching those two corners, and you know as competitive as they are, they're going to want to put on the show and have people think they did the best job. Um. John, when do the players of the week come out? Is it Wednesday or is it Tuesday or Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. Yeah, okay. it should be today. Okay, so Wednesday. How so do you pick between teams? Okay, if today's you were Tuesday. Picking, if today's you were picking the defensive player of the week yeah. uh, in the NFL and you had to pick from Derek Stingley Jr. and Will Anderson Jr., which junior would you take? I would take – I would take – well, it's a tough one. Um, I would take Stingley. Because the the I mean the interceptions you don't win the game without those I mean you probably don't win the game without Willie Anderson either but those two interceptions the first one led directly to the Texans last touchdown intercepting it in Bronco territory towards the end of the third quarter and then the second one I think was at a juncture in the game where the Broncos were trying to take a lead because I think I think Wilson threw the interception. I'd have to go back and look. It would be Stingley, John. There's the, the impact of those two interceptions was massive, absolutely massive, and and it's it's a hard decision, but I would go with Stingley, and I think Stingley is going to win it. Like the two interceptions are what pop, I think, for people picking an award like that. Um, but you've been you've probably voted on awards like that before, I would imagine. Maybe I'm off base. I don't know. And if Derek Stingley, what does defense do is the most important thing for defense? Not yards. It's turnovers. not sacks. It's not anything. It's turnovers. turnovers. He had two. Yep. And so I think it'll be Derek Stingley Jr. One was on his knees on a pass tip by Will Anderson Jr. The other one, you won't see a better, more spectacular interception in which he had great closing speed on the middle, made a diving interception, a leaping interception that was just fantastic. Stingley yeah. has been phenomenal. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yep. So it was 16-10. Um, the Sutton TD made it 16-10. <laughs> the Texans go out and they they've got a they, they they go out and they have the series where Dare had to fall on that fumble by CJ. So they go three and out. Broncos get the ball back. Stingley intercepts it. They go down, they get the Nico Collins touchdown to make it 22 to 10. Then the Broncos get the ball back and get the Russell Wilson touchdown to make it 22-17. The Texans go three and out again. That was the one where um where Singleton sacked CJ Stroud, and then it was third and 17. He threw incomplete. They punt, they go three and out. And so now the Broncos have the ball in the fourth quarter, 22-17, trying to take a lead. And they're they're attacking downfield. <laughs> And Stingley made that interception. So both times Stingley made those interceptions, John, 
the Broncos had the ball with a chance to take the lead in the second half on those possessions. I think that's important as well. It was a, there were one score games at the time, 16 to 10 on the first one, 22 to 17 on the second one. My last one, Sean, is, is maybe the most incredible stat I've seen this season. And, uh, C.J. Stroud has 3,540 yards pass, and he leads the NFL. He's on a pace for 5,015. He would be the first rookie to lead the NFL in yards passing since a player I covered my first year of covering the NFL, Davey O'Brien in 1930. Oh, my God. Wow. 1930, Davey O'Brien had 1,323 yards coming out of TCU. He led the NFL. 1930, you would think of all the great quarterbacks who were rookies. One of them would have led the NFL in passing, but none did. I think that would be great if Stroud could get it. Let me see if I heard you correctly, John. You said 1930 this happened, right? Davey O'Brien? Davey O'Brien. Davey O'Brien. Did you say that you covered him, Davey O'Brien, early in your career? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, I said that. Okay. I was just making sure you're that joking. Was a joke, of course. Yeah. Well, you had me doing the math. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like um, wow, okay, this has got to be somebody, you know, like it's uh, who could it be? Daryl LaMonica or somebody like that, whatever. I don't know. Um, no, the problem was for Stroud, of course. Well, and to his advantage, I guess, yeah. they can't run the ball, so they can't move the ball without him throwing it. But he's going up against a great Jets defense, a great Browns defense. Yeah, Titans defense could be missing Jeffrey Simmons, who's been a thorn in their side, but they can still play. Mm-hmm. And then the Colts in the last game. So he's got a chance to do it, but it's going to be – he will – if he does it, he will have done it the hard way. Well, and no Tank Dell. We got to point that out, John. Like Tank Dell, we're we're really going to find out this Sunday. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I mean the Jets are a good enough defense where they they may have shut down the Texans even with Tank Dell. That's a really really good defense. So I'll, I'll be anxious to see what our takeaways are on Sunday for the Texans offensively, in light of who they're playing defensively, and in light of who they're missing the Texans offensively with Tank Dell. You know, when Dell Dell was out Sunday. Didn't have a catch. Dalton Schultz didn't have a catch because he was out. Robert Woods played, didn't have a catch. Noah Brown played, he didn't have a catch. Crowd still put his team in the same way.